very comprehensive. And uh, if um, Kwanazi understood what we say, where we come from on this matter of transformation and rugby in particular, we'll understand that the issue that is raising about afraid, uh, probably I think is a populist statement, does not arise. Because first what we are saying here is that we want rugby to transform. We've got an agreement with them from the 18th of May. Neither did we expect that going to the World Cup, they would have met the demographics and all of that. And we are keeping rugby on check. And if they don't transform, there will be consequences. And we outline those consequences. What will they be? We deregister the team. We withdraw national colors. We withdraw national funding. And that is subjected in our radar on our own comprehensive policy with regard to transformation, which is not negotiable. Mm. So Mkwanazi, the battles that is actually fighting, including the withdrawal of the Springbok as a symbol of the Springboks, it's another debate altogether. And uh, in this particular instance, there's no minister of sport in South Africa who's either afraid nor unwilling to ensure uh, uh, that uh, federations in particular rugby does transform. So, Minister, let's just speak about some of the issues you raised during this press conference. You have said that uh, you're pretty satisfied with the demographics within the national rugby team, that they are inclusive. But you also said you don't deny that the pace of transformation is slow, that there are challenges. What do you see as those challenges and what's the time that, that, frame? That, 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 that is a very, I don't know who was your feeder to the press conference. The Minister of Sports, in myself, I've never said that I'm satisfied that the demographics are there. I've actually said that you see black players that are coming through the franchises and over and above that, it does not mean we have actually arrived. There is no transformation here. We need to accelerate transformation. So it is one aspect that leads to the whole press conference that took an hour. And uh, to seek to suggest out of that press conference, we said that Saru has met the demographics. Why would we sign an agreement to meet the demographics of 50-50 when we, we, we basically are talking transformation? So I think... It is just a snippet and a deduction of everything that we said, which is untrue. Mm. We are saying, Tepiso, there must be transformation because we've got an agreement of meeting the targets of 50-50 and at the same time to ensure that we are able not only to affirm, to get players who are supposed to play to play, and this is what is important, and we also embrace most of the sentiment that has been expressed by South Africans on the question of non-transformation, and we explained where are we in terms of transformation when it comes to rugby at the present moment. Okay, Minister, I accept the correction. Let's talk about that uh, target of 50-50 by 2019. Is there a time frame within which you would say you uh, would like to see 70-30 and the development of black players at grassroots should be at a particular point? 70, 30, or 60, 40 will come naturally. 50, 50 does not wait for 2015. It means all our national teams on selection must be reflective of that going forward. But over and above that, the 50, 50 is organic. Rudimentarily, it means you don't only look at the national team. What happens is that you've got franchises, you've got the carry cup, and then you've got Vodacom, which must reflect the question of transformation at that level, because that becomes the feeder to the national team. But if you address 
only the national team, which is the Springboks, you have not addressed the issue. You are only dealing with the superstructure, which is the face. Now, going beyond that, it means you've got to go down and show that you level the playing field, the schools must be reflective in terms of development, not only 40 schools in the Republic, but the rest of the schools, including public schools, must be able to reflect the rugby playing and its development and fit into the broader picture, which will lead to elite, which is the Springboks, getting players coming through the ranks. This is what we're talking about. But to enforce that, we've got targets that must be met of 50-50, and we also have got targets that must be met over the next five years. In the next five years, it will even go over 50-50 naturally because everybody and all the doors will, will have actually been open for everyone to play and to be developed and to be recognized and to play within the setup of the Springboks. All right, Minister, my colleague, uh, sports commentator Brad Brown, with me in the studio, and he's got a question or two to pose to you. Good afternoon to you, Minister. Okay. Uh, a lot has been Good said uh, about the, the way Saru dealt in the past with uh, Peter de Villiers and the way he was disposed of from, from the national team. And uh, Obviously, uh, there's been a lot of unhappiness with regards to Saru's transformation, uh, with regards to management structures. Uh, will these quotas also be imposed on, on the organization from a management perspective, not just from a player's position? We are saying that must be reflective. We don't have a problem with the management of Saru because at the political, macro-political level, you, you have had over the years many presidents after presidents, not only presidents, but also at the political level, a lot of African people and black people participating and being elected. What we are addressing with regard to Saru is that they must not derelict their responsibility and then uh, want to say that everything is business as usual. They've got an obligation to acknowledge first that they've got a moral and political obligation to ensure that transformation is done and it is fast-tracked within the rugby setup. And to do that, it means first, in their own selection policy, they must ensure that the person that becomes the coach is able to be abreast about the policy of government, but the policy on the question of transformation so that it is affected. But secondly, their own developmental approach to transformation must be effected. It's not only the question that there's only one man who's the coach who's a problem. If the coach is a problem, what happened to the leaders who are overseeing that person when they saw that the person is not doing the right thing? So we are saying that they must take responsibility. All what I've clarified here today is that the Minister of Sports does not ap- appoint coaches across federations, and I'm not going to start with, with this, even if I would have loved to do that. The, the, the Olympic Charter will not allow that because that is equal to interference and that is equal to the punishment of the Federation itself. What is important is that those elected within SARU must be able to follow the proper managerial prescripts of self-evaluation of an individual and then make a determination on the basis of that whether that individual has failed or succeeded. If they want to maintain that individual, they must then equally explain why that individual must be explained, must be maintained, and for whatever reason. That is not my call. My call is that they must take the right decisions and then stand for the decisions that they stand for. Minister, just... Just on the issue of uh, those six six dimensions of the strategic transformation plan, one of them is the issue of social responsibility. And we've seen 
what one would call ideological differences on how to apply the social responsibility uh, in transforming rugby. What would you say for you would be at the forefront of that? Look, uh, in the forefront of the five dimensions, seven dimensions with regard to rugby transformation, not only rugby but in entirety of sport, First is the implementation of the charter and meet the targets. That is primary to me. And then secondly, to intensify developmental work uh, in terms of the federation itself to ensure that that is expanded and thoroughly implemented. SARU on its own took a decision to introduce the quotas at Vodacom level and to ensure that at the managerial, even in terms of the teams at Vodacom level, because if you deal with, you know, the tail, you don't deal with the head, you have not addressed the problem. It means we have to adopt, which is what we are doing, an organic approach, which starts from the grassroots level upwards. What people are complaining about is that it's been so long and there's not been any change. And that is why they want faster change in terms of how the Springboks were selected for the World Cup and even enforced that 50% of the national team becomes which we will not have been in a position to achieve. We could only achieve 30% of that in that particular selection. A point I made, Zepiso, on the 18th of May 2015, not only when the squad was selected now, but going forward, the World Cup is over. Uh, in terms of that agreement we have on transformation, they've got to comply and ensure that they are able to meet the targets that we have set between ourselves and them. Minister, thank you very much for your time this afternoon. I think it's a debate that's going to rage on for a long, long time still. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this does pan out. Just one final quick question. Obviously, there's been lots of speculation about whether or not Haina Kamea signed a, a new four-year contract. You saying you don't appoint or, 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 or fire coaches on behalf of Saru. If that contract has been signed, I know you said at the, at the briefing today you weren't aware of a contract, but if that contract has been signed, what's, what, what's your reaction to that? Uh, there is no contract that I'm aware of that has been signed of the coach. And uh, in that particular instance, I'm aware that Saru is here to deliberate on the matter. I don't discuss issues on the basis of a yes. I'm a minister of sports. I discuss them on first uh, information, first-hand information. And my information, which I don't doubt, there is no contract signed. And Saru is here to deliberate on the matter of the coach. I don't appoint coaches. Saru has to appoint a coach. Whether that coach it will be Hanaka Meyer uh, or another person, it's a matter for uh, the next discussion. Thanks a lot, uh, Minister Sports Minister Figile Mbalula. The question we're asking you today is um, uh, he, in fact, he's uh, corrected that.